Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with uh, Ms. Whippen and Mr. Snell today. Um, this is part of the show where you can swear or say anything you want because we're not over-regulated by the F- FCC. Ah, just a little footnote in time there. Um, so Shannon, uh, football question for you to start with. At the pro level, who is your favorite coach, head coach? Bill Parcells. Oh. Yeah, Bill Parcells was my favorite. He's my coach for Dallas. He is literally um, – he can talk – he can – he talks shit, and he, like, backs it up, and he doesn't care what you think about him. And he is legitimately, like, a man's man's kind of coach. He doesn't back down to pressure. Um, he is le- he's legitimately, like, what you would want in a coach, in my opinion. That's awesome. Yeah. So the bigger question is, did he like barbecue? He loved barbecue. He loved Texas barbecue. So I, <laughs> I never had the opportunity because he would be out there running. He'd be out there drilling our asses into the ground, but he, <laughs> he definitely loved barbecue. Okay. All right. Um, who's your favorite in barbecue? Who who do you look up to the most? Um, Mo Cation is one guy. Aaron Franklin, I'm a big fan of what he yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron is just, he's just so smart. Um, he's, he breaks it down to like an elementary level to anybody that's looking to probably get started or what he does or, you know, and, and doesn't sugarcoat it, doesn't hide, hide it. Um, Tuffy Stone, Tuffy's been around for just a while and Tuffy, I took his class in, in, in um, Olive Branch, Mississippi, just super, super cool guy. And then of course, Myron Mixon, Myron's been around for, for a bit and Myron, uh, we met him on a competition circuit in, in Florida and he's just a really like straight edge, a very, very good kind of guy. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. If you could work with one of your barbecue heroes, who would it be? I mean, if you were going to like, it was just one-on-one Shannon and whoever, who would that be for the day? It would probably be Myron. It probably, I'm sorry. It'd probably be uh, Mo Kaysen. Okay. I think, Mo, I think Mo's great. I think Mo has a lot to offer and he always uh, classifies himself as a self-made man. I think that's a great, a, a great line for him, not to mention his, his barbecue is absolutely freaking phenomenal. So it would definitely be Mo. There you go. Um, what is the best day for Shannon Snell contained for activities? And I'm talking about away from the pits now. If you got mm-hmm. a day off. Um, you know, hanging out with my family. I got I got two sets of twins. I, oh, I got, oh yeah, boy. No, that's what I said. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I got I got an older set of twins. Uh I set two 17 year olds, boy and a girl. And then I got two younger nine year olds, uh, two girls. My wife and I just, um, she's like the, the, the coolest person ever. If God were to give me a gift, it was her. 
So Aww. she, yeah, she's my better half and she regulates all the traffic around the house, but really hanging out with them is, is probably, is probably what makes my day. It doesn't really matter what we're doing. Um, yeah. they're, they're, they're the cool things in my life. That's a great, great answer and a great mm-hmm. an, uh, attitude, Shannon. I'll tell you that. Um, if we were going to put your barbecue skills to music, because I know the NFL has already put your football skills to music somewhere out there. <laughs> but if we're going to put your barbecue, your cooking skills to music, what would the music be? Oh, let's see. How about uh, Danger Zone by uh, Kenny Loggins? Oh, that's a good there you one. go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Top Gun. Uh, that is, uh, I love that. <laughs> that could go one way or another, but definitely Danger Zone is one of my favorite songs. That's awesome. And that that second Top Gun, after waiting two years to be released, I think is supposed to come out sometime this year. They keep that moving it back. It's, it's actually a couple of months. Yeah, it was supposed to be out in 2020. Right. Uh, mm. The pandemic affected everything, so I'm anxiously. Uh, hopefully it's not, uh, sometimes, you know, they do a remake or something years in advance and sometimes they miss the mark. I think this one's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah, it'd probably I be pretty so. good. Pretty good. On a scale of one to 10, how much barbecue do you eat on a regular basis? Seven. Uh, you know, normally the family, I, the family, I, I get, you know, you get kind of sick of cooking it at work and you're seeing mm-hmm. it, you're touching it. You're at some point you're like, I just want something different, but my family with five smokers back and everything, my family really enjoys it. They're one of my biggest critics. Mm. If it's great, they're going <laughs> to tell me if it's bad. So they always want me to do it. So I know it's good. So I'm always willing to do it. Well, there you go. Uh, if Leanne declared you supreme ruler of barbecue for a week, um, what as the supreme ruler would Shannon Snell decree? What would you decree? Um Thou shall not undercook brisket. That would be my. <laughs> How's that? Uh, <laughs> yay! That was a good one. That was good. I think that's one of the best answers I've ever gotten. I for that agree. Qu- I uh, agree. That question, yeah. Oh my word, that's good. Where's the worst place you ever had to cook? Um, the worst place I had to cook. Um, let's see, let's see. Um, you know, I. <laughs> Oddly enough, I was in a spot having to cook a large number of meals. It was for 300 people, and they set us up right next to the to the dumpster. So I was right next to a really <laughs> large dumpster. And the funny thing is, they were like, "Well, this gives you enough room, and this gives this is." And I said, "That's great," but unfortunately, the dumpster guy had to come and dump the garbage. <laughs> so we had to move all of our stuff, our smoker, and everything, which is a really large Southern Pride rotisserie smoker. And the smell after he dumped the garbage. Oh, was, yeah. It was revolting. I mean, the trash, it wasn't bad until he dumped it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It still brings back nightmares. Yeah, Ooh. that's bad. That's rough. Yeah. Ah, that's a, that's a tough thing. Um, <clears throat> do you remember the first thing you ever smoked or grilled? Yes. Uh, the first thing I ever, the first thing I ever smoked was a, uh, was a pork, was a pork butt. Hmm. Um. And I remember, so, so for a while, for a long time, Sonny's didn't offer, the first thing they did was slice pork, right? They didn't do pulled pork. Pulled pork didn't hop on the scenes for Sonny's barbecue until years later. And huh. I always wanted my fix. Now, these, they were doing it in the 80s, but I said, you know, they weren't, we weren't doing it great. We're doing it great now, but um, mm-hmm. they weren't doing it great. So I said, I want to do a, 
a pork butt and I did it when I was, um, this was 1990, 1991 or 1992. Um, my grandfather had an off, off, uh, he had a stick burner, offset stick burner. And he says, all right, you see me cook. We've done cooking. We've done all this stuff. I want you to cook your first pork butt. And I don't, I don't think I seasoned it. I didn't inject it. I didn't brine it. I didn't do anything. I just basically, I didn't even trim it. I just, I, I, got, the stick burn up. I got the stick burn up to 275 degrees and I stuck it on. And you know what? It turned out decent for not being seasoned, trimmed, or, or, or injected. It, it was just regular pork that got smoked. So yeah, I thought it was my first experience of smoking some. Well, yours story there is a lot happier ending than a lot of them we get here on the show mm -hmm. as far as the first thing they cooked and how it ended up the end result that yours well, is yeah, a, I, I had some i had some good direction he said i, I mean I, I don't think he was gonna let me fall because i wasn't trying to ruin my barbecue dream right then and right then. right no I, right. I, he gave me some good instruction there you go um Let's see if you match Chris Lilly on this. Uh, you ever cook in a thunderstorm or a snowstorm in your underwear? In my underwear? No. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. I've cooked in a thunderstorm, but I, I'm kind of anxious to hear that story in his underwear. How did that happen? It, it's kind of interesting. It, it's something about, is it thermodynamics? Is yeah. it something like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh it's gosh. something about keeping warm and layering clothes and sleeping bags or something. I don't know. Yeah. At the Jack. Remember? Yeah, he said it was, at, it was at the Jack and his son was in a tent and Chris was in the back of the truck and the storm came up and they were trying to save the cook and save their gear. And so they just hopped out of their respective sleeping bags and we're trying to store stuff in their deep uh, uh, bbds out there yeah that is, that is dedication that yes, is dedication is. Yes, so that is. leads me to my next question for you shannon uh boxers or briefs boxers 100 percent. there you go there you go, there you go. <laughs> um favorite movie of all time favorite movie um let's see my favorite movie of all time would be uh probably pulp fiction Oh, that is well, a yeah, that's movie. a good movie. That's yes. a great movie. Yeah. Would you describe yourself as corn fed or grass fed? I am 100 percent uh, corn fed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like this guy. I, I am. I am born bred. Uh, probably not, maybe not born, but I'm more adopted bred uh, <laughs> country boy. All yeah. right, I, I'm corn fed. Do not give me anything grass fed or I'm not going to be really happy about it. <laughs> I love you, man. I I'm just love kidding. you. Man. Uh, Captain and Tennille or the Almond Brothers? the almond brothers yeah i gotta change that a little bit i gotta put some different groups in there because those you are do. You that do. yeah you can help me on that you know okay yeah you can do that ford or chevy ford 100 percent. there you go mm -hmm. dumbest thing you've ever seen done with a grill or smoker it doesn't mean you had to do it it's just dumbest thing you've ever seen done i've seen somebody put lighter fluid on top of their protein on it on it Ooh. all right Whoever that yeah, was. Yeah, it was. I don't know what they were doing. I just know. So, you know, how you, uh, back in the back in the day when they would light coals up and they would, mm -hmm. you know, well, the coals were starting to die down or something like that. The meat was on the grill and he thought he could go between the meat and he was trying to go between the ribs and hit the coals with the lighter fluid. Uh, he was eating oh. meat. It'd be OK. Wow. 
Yeah, it was the most idiotic thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that, that's a little tough. Yeah, I, I had a friend years ago. He's gone now, but he would, if you told him a story like that, he'd say that boy has a double dose of the dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I would I would agree. <clears throat> you know, you've done some competitions and stuff, Shannon. What's the biggest mistake or the biggest positive thing you've ever done or uh, during a competition? Biggest mistake was putting too much heat on uh, on a product or uh, going overboard. Matter of fact, I talked about in Dallas and in Fort Worth a couple of weeks ago. I just went overboard with the heat because you know, thinking the judges want that little kick on their back on the back of their tongue. Yeah, yeah. I picked the wrong product to do that with. I picked uh, uh, one of the hottest peppers in the world and just didn't. It was a stupid move. <laughs> it was a really dumb move. What did you learn? Did you like a Scotch Bloom or something on there? It was it was a Scotch Bonnet pepper. Scotch mm-hmm. Bonnet, I mean. That'll yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was DQ'd because yeah. the judges couldn't eat it, so it, it was what it was. It will light up your world. It, it's, it's, a, it's a hot one. It is, uh, yeah, it was a bad idea. Uh-huh. Um, the best, the best thing I did, you know, there's a lot of things that you think that you're the best thing you did. I mean, I remember when I re- revamped my brisket processes, I it was, you know, I was, I was not very good at brisket for a long time. Um, and, and honestly, let's say the best thing I did was, was asking the guy next to me who happened to be the grand champion. They're called, uh, sweet, sweet smoke you. I'm here in, in, in Florida, one of the best, uh, you know, Florida teams here. Um, how to cook brisket, asking for advice on stuff because I was always so private. I was always so uh, just saying, hey, you know what? Everything needs to be protected. And even, you know, a couple of weeks ago up in Fort Worth, you know, people are so willing to help you with your processes and what you're trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. I have to remember that barbecue is a little bit of a brotherhood and you're willing to share anything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of barbecue circuit, is there a person or a thing and that thing could be a process or <coughs> excuse me the way they're trimming something that has really caught your attention lately out there when you're competing yeah you know it was it, it first started you know skinning uh when you're actually skinning chicken skins when you're doing chicken at a competition uh-huh. everybody jacquard them now right the jacquard uh-huh. thing is the process is you know, you don't want nobody wants to bite in the tough skin. Nobody wants to tear that skin off. I didn't realize when you jacar it, it you, you're basically kind of pre-tearing the skin for them. So when they bite into it, it doesn't really matter what how much of a butter bath you give it. It's going to tear. It's going to tear that uh-huh. skin off and it, it gives it a really nice uh, gives it a really nice bite. Uh-huh. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you have a birthday coming up. I do have a birthday coming up. It's, it's, it's big number 40. So, yeah, it's April 27th. That is know, correct. I, 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 my birthday's two days after yours, so we're both Taurus the Bull. Okay, nice. well, happy oh. early happy birthday, birthday to you. Thank you. Oh, there's no putting up with either one of you. What can I say here? Any excuse for a brisket to be flown in? Yeah. I thought I treated you pretty well at Christmas. Now, you come did. on. You did. You were very I, generous. I, I thought that was okay. <laughs> um, have you ever smoked an armadillo? I uh, Let me tell you where that question comes from. When I started the show, about two-thirds of my guests were from Texas. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we got Aaron Franklin right away and all that stuff, but we got all these competitors and stuff from Texas. And so that's where the, I've just left that question in for a long time. Um, I have a new question you should a- ask instead because it kind of correlates with the armadillo. Have you ever smoked or grilled roadkill? I mean, there has to be some people out there that pick up a deer or pick up an armadillo. I, I just wonder. <laughs> okay, not 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 an armadillo, but I've smoked I've smoked squirrel. Yeah. I've smoked, I've smoked snake and I've smoked raccoon. How was wow. the raccoon? It wasn't it. So there's a process to it that doesn't make it gamey. Raccoons okay, right? But you have to make sure you boil it in some vinegar and water before you put it onto your smoker because if you don't it'll still have that kind of gamey right uh kind of over the top taste mm-hmm. it's an acquired taste don't get me wrong i mean mm-hmm. i wouldn't tell anybody to go out and smoke a raccoon but i was like there's a buddy of mine that loves raccoon and i see he's like can you smoke this for me i said if i'm smoking something i have to try it and it wasn't bad it wasn't it's not something i'm going to eat as a delicacy all the time mm. but, uh, maybe even ever again but he, he <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I had some kangaroo when I was in Australia uh-huh. and I had some camel when I was in Saudi, but I've never eaten a raccoon or tried uh-huh. it. No, oh, yeah. I mean, I. They're they're really uh really big around these parts, so I I mean I had to try it just once. Oh, sure. You know, up where I live here, they passed the roadkill law a couple of years ago. I'm serious. That for as long as anybody can remember, if you hit a deer, for example, um, you couldn't, it just, you had to, you were supposed to call the state police or whatever, and they would come pick it up. And sometimes that would be days. And so it would just be ruined. But now if you have an accident and you hit a deer uh, and it's deceased, or you can actually make it deceased with certain things, um, you call them and they'll let you take it home wow and you can and you can cook it you know really yeah that's interesting yeah Yeah. Yeah. but we have such a a, well no different than florida um but we have such a wide variety of game animals up here that uh you know several species of deer a couple species of elk turkeys antelope all kinds of stuff you know it finally made sense um because what they used to do if the cop got there within a certain amount of time, he would haul it off either to uh, a prison mm. or uh, a food bank or something like that that would take them. So huh. yeah, I think it's pretty good. Huh. Um, what does your wife think of all this, Shannon? <laughs> um, She loves it. She, you know, she is, she is, you know, opposites attract. She is the complete opposite of me. Yeah. Um, and I think she loves she well, she loves the fact that you, you're talking barbecue, maybe. Right. Yeah, I think she loves it. I mean, she's never she's always matter of fact, she was the one that would buy the grill. She would buy the smokers. Right. Because mm. she would always want to see like I, I bought a couple of my smokers, but she bought three of them because wow. she's always willing. She's always watching me and she's always a creature of habit. Whatever. There's always something throughout the year that she knows I want for Christmas or I want for my birthday. And most of it revolves around barbecue. So she's really smart and she'll do her research on it. 
pick out the right one. She'll even talk to barbecue experts mm. and, you know, she'll send them emails or send them questions and says, Hey, is this the right grill for, or is this the right smoker for my husband? And you know what? There's, there's nothing cooler than that. So I, I think no, she that's gets, awesome. Not to mention Jeff, she, Leanne, she gets the taste of the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. There are some perks here. <laughs> It's a little different at my house because like when I say, hey, so-and-so sending me a new grill, my wife kind of crosses her arms and looks at me <laughs> and is like, where are you going to put it? Yeah. Because you know? there's not much room. Like on, we have a covered patio and then a deck off there. But right. under the covered patio, you can walk out about, oh, eight feet, sit at a table if you want to go sit outside and talk or eat or whatever. But then the rest of it, which is pretty long is all filled with grills and refrigerators and crap. So uh, I think she's got a valid point, but I've never answered the question. So there you go like that. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, Jeff, you can never have too many grills. I agree. I agree. I agree. agree. Well, because we're all in consensus on that, I want to say Shannon, thank you again. And um, thank you. Uh, for the, the people that didn't catch it in the regular show, again, tell them about your Instagram and whatever. Sure. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter. It's the big boss, T H E E big boss S S at, uh, on Twitter. And then on Instagram, it is relationship ribs. You should find me on both. Like I said, follow me. I'll follow you back and have a good time talking about barbecue or whatever else you want to talk about. There you go. Shannon Snell, Sonny's Barbecue in Maitland, Florida, ex-pro uh, football player and um, enjoys getting up in the morning now and uh, not having yeah. to face a 300-pound lineman across the room. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you. It's, it's been awesome. Got, it's yeah, been fun. Yeah, thank you. Continued uh, success. Yes. So we'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours. So for Leanne, myself, and Shannon, take care. Remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. Be good, everybody.